He is Lord. And it has to obey Him. Peace. Be still. Ah! 
So these lyrics right here, they're literally a recipe. They're literally an instruction to just go into your secret place in the spirit and see with your, with your spiritual eyes the face of Jesus. You just close it and you just imagine, Jesus, I want to see your face and you're going to see something. And this is literally a recipe for that. And what happens every time that you truly go there, the literally the world around you is going to disappear. Our pastor DJ, a lot of times you'll just see him down here on the floor, just laying down. Everything's going on around him. My people may be dancing around him. He's not even here. He is literally lost in the gaze of Jesus. And he's showing him stuff he's never seen before. He is giving him something he's never had before. So I want us to take this recipe. These are instructions. And let's close our eyes and let's just go there. We're just going to play. I want everyone here to go to that place. Just start by fixing your eyes on the mental image of Jesus. And start telling him how much you love him. How much you adore him. Thank him for all the things that he's done for you. All the things that you know that if he wasn't there, you wouldn't be here. Thank him that you live because he lives. And just see what he wants to show you. See what he wants to show you.
Good morning. Today is Communion Sunday. Everybody got the elements that wants the elements? Just raise your hand if you don't have them. Someone will bring them to you. Take your time. Nope. So communion is about, when I read about communion, what I see over and over again is it's about remembering Jesus' death. And that seems like kind of a, a somber, quiet kind of thing, like, my goodness, we need to remember his death again and again. But let me talk to you about that a minute. I mean, just kind of picture it a little bit in your head if you can. The cross and the thorns and the lack of clothing. His mother was there. His brother was there. His friends. I mean, I, I try to think about it a lot. I think about what they might have felt watching all this occur. You know, it took time. This was long and excruciating. And it was very real. It's not a it's not a storybook kind of story. It was very real and it happened. So that's what I think communion is about. That's remembering his death. The reason we remember his death and try to think about the actual reality of how awful it was because it puts things in our own lives in perspective. It, it kind of changes the way we look at how easy things can be sometimes in our lives. Somebody went through something terrible. Somebody that loves you very much so that you can have life abundant. So, y'all just think about that while I tell you another story. In the book of Matthew in chapter 6, I love Matthew 5, 6, and 7. If you're ever looking for the cliff notes for the New Testament, that's where they are, Matthew 5, 6, and 7, how to live this life pleasing to Jesus. But in Matthew chapter 6, at the end of Matthew chapter 6, is a famous verse that says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things, these little things will be added to you. Another translation says, not seek ye first, but continually seek the kingdom of God. So, and what's funny is that verse, we all know that verse, but all around that verse, it's, it's right in the middle of a whole group of verses that are about worrying. That's what that verse is actually about, is us not worrying about things. The verses before that talk about the flowers of the field how beautiful they are and how they don't really do anything extra, but they're more beautiful than Solomon who had all the money to have all the garments he ever wanted and did, but he wasn't as beautiful as those flowers in the field that just hung out and were flowers. Talks about the grass of the field, how it just comes up and is beautiful and then in another day it's just kind of gone. How much more, if, if it can be that beautiful, how much more does God love you because we're not seasonal. We're not something that comes and goes. We're, we're his pride and joy. We're eternal. It talks about the birds. Now, they don't, they don't really work. You ever watch the birds? They just come out of the tree, go down on the ground, pick up something to eat until they get full, and go back up, hang out. I don't know what birds do. Much more does God love us 
He loves us so much more. And if those creatures, flowers and birds, don't do anything, we need to be like they are, not worrying about what's coming next. The Bible says, worry about what you're, not worry about, but take care of the things that you're doing today. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Everything, just like the birds and the flowers, Jesus knows what you need, okay? He's not at all confused. Now, you, I know some of you are going, yeah, but you don't know what I'm dealing with. When Jesus was saying these words about this, this whole sermon, he's on the side of a hill talking to these hundreds, maybe thousands of people. He had things to worry about. He had concerns. He had people following him. They needed food, all of this. But he just relied on the eternal truth that our Father in heaven knows what we need and will take care of us. So, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. We all know that part of communion is examining our own hearts, looking into our hearts and seeing where we stand. That's what I want you to think about. Do I put him first so that I'm not worried about everything in the wide world? Now you say, well, how do you put him first? There's only one first. Just, just really time out from all the normal things you think about and ask what you have in your life that's more important to you, that takes precedent over the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Just examine that when you see it. I know y'all looking at it right now in your head. I do. I do it all the time. I try to figure out how am I practically going to stomp that down and make it smaller and make God's kingdom bigger. And when I do that, this thing that I'm talking about, not worrying, becomes real to me. Becomes to just, I understand it, and I'm not worried about things. Even though things might be going on all around me, you can live in peace and not be worried. So back to communion. Examine your hearts. Is he first? Uh, prepare your little cups. See if y'all can get that cellophane off. Good luck. friends here enough and the blood is represented by the cup you can take the cup Jesus thank you for your blood that makes things new that somehow can wash us white as snow so that we can stand before you without any fault this is said in Colossians chapter 1 as clear as a bell because of what you did on the cross I get to stand before you without any fault, without any shame. No shame and no fault because of what you did on the cross. Thank you for that. That's what your blood did for me and my friends. You are to be glorified. Come and join us today as we sing your praises and lift your name in Jesus' name. Amen.
united with one voice.
respond to him.
you said you would do so we give to that 
we're thankful, Lord. So we give that one thing that most people hold dearest to their heart, and that's their finances. So, Father, too, we can let let our guards down with our finances and trust you. You always provide. So, Lord, we just trust you with it. We give what you want us to give. And we love you, Father. We thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, and everybody said amen. Amen. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Go ahead and uh, say hi to some people you haven't seen. We'll have the offering buckets up here you can give online. Uh, We'll be right back.
Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Break it up. got to be set up just right. I kind of got this thing down. Uh, let's see, I don't need the mic. I need a water. I need my glasses so I can read. Whew, come on. 
Is everybody's doing good, right? Yeah. All right, great, great, great. Well, thank you guys for coming on out. Do me a favor. If you were uh, new here, first time back in a long time, and you hadn't uh, filled out a uh, Connect card for us to let us know that you were back or been here in a while so we can reach out to you, maybe your number changed, something like that. That's also something good, by the way, if you... Um, if you change your information, if you get a new email or a new phone number, you need to let us know because we continue to reach out with whatever's in our system. So when you make those changes, let us know so that we know how to get a hold of you. So go ahead and fill that out. You can scan that there thing right there, or you can go out and get a hard copy out there on Connection Point and fill that out with a, with a pen or a pencil, whatever you want to do. Um, so thank you for that. If you want more information about who we are, what we do, you can go to our, our website or download our app, scan that thing and download our app. This way, uh, you get all the up-to-date information. That's kind of really important, so you know what's going on. Uh, I've been doing this every... God be praised! <laughs> I don't know why I like that so much. It's just so good. Um, next year, you, you got to bring it, like, next year. Bring your bride next year. This way, you, you guys can do a duo thing and keep us going. Um, but, yeah. I'd uh, love to see everybody out here on Monday nights, Monday night prayer. Be out here at 6 p.m. every single Monday night, guys. We're going to get, um, it, get, it, it can get really good in here. So I invite everybody out. I invite everybody to come out, not just pray for yourself, but pray for this church, pray for the community, pray for the state, pray for the city, pray for the country, pray for the world. Uh, we do it all in here. Uh, so please come on out on Monday night, 6 p.m. Uh, we have baptisms coming up uh, March 3rd. So the, the weekend I get back, I'll be back here March 3rd. So we're going to have baptisms. So if you want to get baptized, please sign up. Uh, we have all that stuff online. Make sure you check that out on the app or website. Let us know. It doesn't mean that if you just show up and want to get baptized, you can't get baptized. It just means that my wife makes shirts and stuff and gets things nice for you. So she likes to know ahead of time so we know how many people. Plus, if nobody signs up, then it saves us from filling up a, you know, thousand-gallon water tank. Does that make sense? Good stewards. But here's the thing. If, if <laughs> you want to get baptized today, we'll find a place. Man, we got a sink out there. Uh, <laughs> I'll do something, man. We'll squeeze you in somehow. I don't, I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it all out. We'll take you down to the river. Um, that's probably what we're going to be doing in Africa, so uh, I'm excited about that. Uh, so small groups, we got a small group slide. So these are, this is everything that's going on right now. So if you want to be part of this stuff, Tuesdays, well, March 3rd starts that, uh, or March 5th for uh, Nature of God. Uh, that's out at uh, Jim and Karen uh, Ward's house on Wednesdays, every other Wednesday, Chosen. Uh, and this is with Nicole, so I think it's going to be this Wednesday, if she's here, I don't know. Uh, and then Wednesday, uh, also 6 p.m., uh, we have the young adults going on. So if you're a young adult and you want to come to that, that's usually, uh, that's really good. And then we have reflections of the word every single Saturday at 6 p.m. So uh, find that stuff on our website. Get it out, get out there. Come on in and do life together. And as we get more and more, as they pop up, we'll start putting them on the screen. All right? Everybody good with that? So if you, don't, if, if you have a, a small group that you want to announce, then let me know so we can put it up there. And then we'll get that thing built out on the website. All right, let's see. I think that was all those. Kingdom classes. Let's talk about kingdom classes. There's our March schedule for kingdom classes. That's 9 o'clock classes over in the annex every single Sunday. So starting in March, we have all those up there. <laughs> so uh, all the elders will be teaching in the month of March. So... There's everything that they have. All that stuff is 
uh, all going to be 9 o'clock. Make sure you show up 9 o'clock on Sunday mornings. Let's see. What else do I have? We did the women's ministry. We have food pantry. So uh, this week, uh, the food pantry on Thursday, they're going to be doing the food drop down at uh, the same place we do it all the time, Air, Air, Air Now. So we go down. We get there early. So basically what happens, if you don't know the process to that, usually how this works, Cassandra shows up here at like 5.30 in the morning and starts making a huge igloo cooler full of coffee. Right? And, and then... Then I show up, Kevin shows up, we get all the tables, we get uh, all that stuff and all the supplies for that. And then we go down to Kingdom, uh, Kingdom Dough and we get, you know, 10 cases or 10 dozen uh, donuts. And then we go over there and set everything up over there. And then we just start praying for every car, right? Um, then after that, at usually around 7.30, they're also at the same time setting up for the, for the drive-through for all the vehicles. So they need all the help setting up tables. And, and when the truck shows up with all the cold goods and all the food, then we got to get all that stuff put out there. And then all these cars come flying through. And sometimes there's, I don't know, how many cars we usually have? I love when I can turn and ask somebody. How much? 175 cars that we get to, to pray for every family inside those cars. And there's multiple families. Some of those cars are picking up for multiple families, right? So um, come on out. It's going to be, we say 7.30 meet down there this Thursday. Uh, it's going to be amazing. So I think this might, is this going to be the last one possibly? No, I'm putting you on the spot. No, it's not the last one. So we'll have another one, which is cool. Uh, but then pretty soon, we're, there's, a, there's a building that is coming to shape and to come to form, which is absolutely awesome. And we won't have to do this anymore. People will actually be able to come in and shop and get what they want. And then we'll have an opportunity to pray for people all the time, every week. And this does, look, this is just the food drop. You can volunteer every week, Wednesdays and Thursdays, every single week to help bag up food, prepare food, get all that stuff done. Good. Please don't forget them. Uh, they're, they're doing amazing things. God has connected us with them, and, and he's just not going to let us go. So um, get out there and help and do what we can to serve uh, Millbrook, which is what we're called to do. All right, one more announcement that, that, man, I hate these announcements, but can I have Rich and Ann come up here, please? Come on up. Come on up. Give it up for Rich and Ann. I know, I, she, they love attention. I love these guys so much. Uh, we, were, we are honored to have them as part of the family here. They have been, man, when did you start coming? 2009. 2009. So before we came, we, we started coming in 2010. And you were here in 2009. Uh, so they, they have done tons for this family. In other words, they've, uh, they've run small groups, marriage small groups. They're over all the small groups. Rich was a trustee. Um, what else have... There's been, you guys have volunteered in numerous places, helped out greeters and everything you can think of. Um, they have been absolutely amazing. Uh, and now God has blessed them, right? So basically they have their daughter got married and they had this little baby and they moved up near, well, where do they live? Hoover, Hoover right? So, and then, so, you know, there's a tug on your heart when you have a grandbaby. Can I tell you this? Like if it weren't for you guys and God telling me to be here, I would be in Leeds. I love my grandbaby, and I would see her every single day, right? And, and so they had this tug on their heart because they lived here, and then Rich gets offered an amazing job to move up to, and they're going to move up to Pelham, correct? And they're closing on their house like this week, and they've already sold their old house. Um, but after all that, now they're moving away, 
right? And what I believe is that when somebody comes in and does all this stuff that people love them and, and you've done so much for the family that we want to just honor you and pray over you and send you. I mean, I think that's the coolest way is when you send people because you know it's of God, right? You send them and you say, man, let God bless you. Let him bless your families. Let him bless everything you come into contact with as you go that way, which is huge. Um, and then it doesn't mean they're gone, by the way. They're just up the street. It's only like, you know, chances are they won't be here every Sunday. <laughs> but if they ever want to come and visit us on Sunday, we'll recognize them when they come in because we've seen your faces for all these years and we appreciate you. So what I want to do, can we just extend your hands where you're at? I just want to pray over them. I want to bless them as they leave. Elders, if you want to come on up, let's just lay hands on them. Uh, anybody, I don't know, if you want to come up and lay your hand on them, <laughs> just don't hit Rich too hard. He's, he, he is, he's played a lot of softball with us. On the church, we had a softball team, and Rich ran it. So, I mean, we've done all kinds of good stuff. But, but come on. And not a church team. So, yeah, that was good. <laughs> I just pulled you back in. <laughs> yeah. He brought me out of retirement a couple of times. So, uh, Father, we just love you. We thank you, Lord. And we thank you for this family. Man, we thank you for Rich and Ann. We thank you for their hearts. We thank you just for what you've always done in them and through them, Father. And right now, we know that doesn't stop just because they move. So, Father, there are seasons for everything. So, we know right now, Lord, you have a new season for them. So, Father, we ask that, that as they go up and they move to Pelham, Lord, that you pave a path for them. You open doors for them, Father God. And you're going to have to close other doors to open these doors. So, Father, we pray right now you open those doors. Father, we pray that there's such a unity in their family now, that there's such a closeness, Lord, that, that your love just saturates all that and it pours out of them into their daughter into their their son-in-law into the baby lord we just pray right now that your hands are all over this so father bring favor upon them father bring bring financial favor on them father we're going to declare that right now lord you're going to take care of every expense everything going on lord this is going to be so smooth and so easy father because your hands are all over it we thank you for them we thank you for what they've done and we thank you already for what they're going to do in the future so father we pray right now that you just continue to bless them wrap your arms around them and love them lord we just thank you for them and their impact in the kingdom here and what they're going to do later on, Lord, just in your name. So we love them uh, and we love you, Lord. So bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Come on. So Ken, that means you're leading the softball team for the church. Would really like that co-ed team going right about now. Oh, man. Right about now. Well, come on. I appreciate y'all. Um, let's see here. Let me pray, and then we're going to jump into the Word. Um, we actually, so you know, today is uh, our launching day for Aaron and I. So, uh, yeah, we're leaving today, 3 o'clock. Um, three o'clock today, we are driving out of here and, and heading to Atlanta where we'll board an airplane and, and we're heading to Africa. Okay. So, uh, we're going to through ways of Paris. So we've got about an hour and a half in Paris. So, uh, that's how long it'll take us to get off one plane, run through the terminal and get to the other plane and hope that everything shows up right now. The way it looks is we've got well over a hundred pounds of gifts, <laughs> that we are taking over there. Cause I've got one huge suitcase that's 50 pounds. Aaron's got a suitcase of 50 pounds. Huh? He's got to weigh his, he just realized that I told him it's 50 pounds. <laughs> so, so man, we are going uh, to go love on this family and see what God wants to do. Here's the cool part is 
man, it's so thick over there. Like, they don't have anything else. They don't know anything else. So when Yahweh wants to move and he shows up like that, things change immediately. Like, you, you can't get off the plane and step your, when you step your feet on the ground, things change. You feel it. It's that powerful when you get over there. So we are so blessed to go. We thank you all for helping us with that, helping pay for tickets and getting all that stuff. And, and man, I'm telling you, it's just amazing what God wants to do. And I'm so excited for this. This is truly a place of um, where I know I've been called. Right? I know I'm called there. Like, like there is no doubt in my mind that I'm supposed to be over there. Right? And he's proven that over and over. And I really believe Aaron told me uh, that, that he knows that this has been on his heart for a very long time, which is why since he was a little kid. So when we went to Mexico, we talked about this and, and I knew that for him, he's a missionary at heart, right? Uh, he just got a heart for me. He loves kids, uh, but he's got a heart for the kingdom, a heart for the Lord. And man, uh, God is doing amazing things through him. So for us to coordinate this and get him over there, you know, his mom was checking on him this morning. She said, you got everything, baby. Did you forget your passport? I'm like, he's 34 years old. You know what my wife tells me every morning? Baby, do you got everything? You got your passport? <laughs> Only difference is I'm 50, so I'm already at the age where I do forget. I'm like, I don't even know where I'm going. <laughs> I'm like, come on. So, uh, so we're excited. So, so we're leaving today. So just keep us in your prayers. We, um, we're going over expecting amazing things. Um, and we don't even know what we're walking into, which is so cool. I mean, I know what I'm walking into. I understand the people and the place and all that stuff, but I love it because you walk over there and God just grabs a hold of it and does what he wants. And you get to let go and just let God be God. And he'll tell you what to say. And, and they are so hungry. Oh my gosh. That's a group of people that know they're not orphans, but they're sons and daughters. And they're hungry and they just want someone to encourage them. And when you encourage them that they can go out and do whatever God wants them to do, it's amazing. It's amazing. We've seen voodoo turn around and walk into their house when we show up. That's so cool, y'all. Like to see the dark stuff just disappear when you, and you don't have to do it. Like I'm already preaching. I'm sorry, but you, you don't, 